what's up you guys it is december 2nd um the last month of the year i was gonna put this podcast episode out on uh december 1st because i had like a whole little like rollout plan for that shit but clearly it is not the first so fuck the rollout fuck all that bullshit and it's the second so yeah okay Why are we gathered here today? I don't have my notes. Let me get up and grab my notes. Let me grab my notes. Um, I'm here to talk about a few things. We're going to talk about, uh, I love voodoo talk because I don't think I ever talked about me being like initiated because people have been in my DMs asking about initiation or asking questions about initiation. And I do want to talk about that. My experience being initiated into Haitian voodoo because you guys know I am a priest. And just answer a couple of voodoo questions or spiritual questions that people have asked me that I have written down right here. So we're just going to go ahead and get into like some spiritual talk, voodoo talk, and initiation talk. And I'm going to talk about my experience. So basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just woke up from my nap, bitch. So barrel the fuck with me. And I'm not going to really give a damn. I'm not. I really don't give a fuck how this shit comes out. No goddamn more. I really don't. You're going to probably get some. I'm gonna, probably going to cuss and talk a lot of shit in this too. But like I said, I really don't give a fuck because I'm tired of re-recording. And I, yeah, so let's get into this goddamn shit. So, voodoo, um, Haitian voodoo. You guys know I am initiated. So, you've been initiated for a few years now. And if you don't know, you guys know my godmother is three hoodoo sisters. So, and I'm going to have her on my podcast too. I'm going to have her here. but. Where do I start? Being initiated has it has changed my life, but I tell people before I got initiated and I got connected with my ancestors that changed my life too. So when I got initiated, initiation just really enhanced what I had going on in my life. Basically, is what it was. Um, where do I want to start? Let's start the first of all. Okay, let's start off with initiation. Yeah, let's start off with initiation because there's people who think who thinks when you get initiated, you're gonna be a witch or you're gonna be a spiritual worker or whatever you want to. You let me say this too because there's a conversation with people like, oh, how you just gonna dumb you? You a priest? How you could just dumb yourself down to a witch? Which is another motherfucking term, bitch. Fuck you, <laughs> bitch. If you conjuring, you manifesting. You're a witch. I don't get into all these fucking political terms that people want like to use. No, you're a priestess of this of You don't call yourself a witch. You're just you're just dumbing yourself down to just a, a basic witch, and we don't do that. You're black and fuck all that extra bullshit, nigga. Ain't nobody trying to hear that fuck ass shit. Suck my dick, okay? Look, I ain't trying to hear that bullshit. So let's go ahead and get into it. Um. You're a witch, priestess, whatever. You, If you manifest, you conjure, that's what you do. Getting initiated, people think, and if you're not already spiritual or you have spiritual gifts, they think they're going to have spiritual gifts. Like now, you're initiated, so now you're going to be a tarot reader or now you're a spiritual worker or you can um talk to spirits, see spirits. You know, people think you're going, basically, people think you're going to get superpowers once you get initiated, and that's not the case. It's not the case. I don't know who told y'all that, but let me go ahead and, and, let, and let you know that is not what happens. 
when you get initiated, you do not become a spiritual worker. You do not uh, become a, a, a witch or whatever you want to call it. The internet has that concept real bad on initiation. Now, if you already have spiritual gifts and you already was a spiritual worker, when you get initiated, it enhances your abilities. Yes, it does. So they kind of, when you get initiated, the Loas kind of, or the spirits, depends on what religion you're in. I don't know. I can only speak voodoo. But when you get initiated, the spirits help you see a little clearer. They help you get, they, they assist you. They make your life a little bit easier. It does not fix all of your problems. Initiation does not fix all of your problems. It does not solve all of your problems. But being initiated, it does, it, it helps your life. Um, You do get extra protection because you have more spirits that walk with you. Um, if you're in like a spiritual house, you do have those spirits that are a part of that house, like kind of passed down to you. Um, and like, they kind of start working with you as well. So it's, it's like, it's like a lineage of things. So, um, initiation does help, but the, the way that people kind of make it sound, it's like, okay, now nah, when you get initiation, it's not going to go like that. When I came out of the jibble. I, I didn't really even see a difference right then. I felt different, but you didn't really see a difference. I didn't see a difference in my life till maybe like a months in it. Like for some people, it's different. Some people see a difference automatically. When I got initiated and I came out, I didn't really see a difference. I, my life stuff was actually kind of slow. It picked up over time, but stuff was slow. I do see a difference in my life now. Um, the spirits have assisted like... It's like a shakes shedding its skin. They have helped me um, step into different phases of my life. They have it's in oh, blah, 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 blah. look, bitch. Child. Spirit has assisted me in making changes in my life, dip, stepping into different chapters and becoming a, a young man, a grown man, whatever you want to say. So, initiation do help. But I just don't want people to think you're going to get initiated and then you're going to come out like, okay, I'm a spiritual worker now, or I, I'm going to do this now. Like, and then in some religions, I don't think so. Uh, and people think about voodoo, about, about being straight witchcraft. And it's just not straight witchcraft. Like, they think we have no structure or the like. We have structure over her in voodoo. And it's not just all witchcraft. But when you, if you do get initiated into voodoo, yes, you can manifest and work with spirits and do what witchcraft. So... Yeah, it is true though. But it's not all just that. Which you get like if you got this shit into voodoo, yeah, you are the only way, let me say this. And y'all know I, I am a priest. So before I got initiated, what I was doing hoodoo. Hoodoo is good, it's strong. Mwah, shout out to hoodoo. And I can even incorporate some of my hoodoo workings into voodoo. I can do that. But when I got initiated. When I started to learn how to um work with spirit, how I put this, because I'm I'm huh. hold on, let me drop a bomb. When I got initiated into voodoo, I was able to incorporate some of my hoodoo ways into voodoo and work with the spirits. I there was a point I was finna make with that, but I literally lost my train of thought. I ain't that about a bitch. I said hoodoo is strong, hoodoo is good. And then once I got initiated, like okay, anyway, child, once I got initiated and I came out, I was doing I can do work with the Loire. 
but it's not just voodoo is just not spiritual work it's not just witchcraft so if you do get initiated into voodoo yes you will like learn how to do workings with the spirits and stuff this okay now i remember what i was gonna say okay bitch hello <laughs> once you get initiated you have to learn how to do stuff okay now this is what i was gonna say you have to learn how to do stuff and the stuff that i have learned in voodoo you cannot get on the internet there are tips there are things that you can there are little things i feel like basic knowledge free knowledge that you can get on the internet but the secrets and stuff you're not gonna get um on the internet and i can tell you that for a fact this is coming straight from a hugan this is coming from a, a, a priest in haitian voodoo and i'm telling you right fucking now if you're trying to learn how to do voodoo there's no way you're gonna learn voodoo if you're not initiated if you don't have a godfather godparents or you don't have um family members who are practicing and passing it down to you and if you're not fucking or sucking somebody who in the goddamn religion that's gonna get be able to give you some goddamn game and even then they can't tell you everything what makes people think they're gonna tell y'all how to do like a voodoo spell on the internet or like a real voodoo spell the proper way like they would tell you, okay, yeah, this is how you do a, a um a table four or or a spell with Oshun, and they'll give you five of the fucking ingredients, knowing goddamn well it's probably ten ingredients, and then they might give you two um wrong ingredients on purpose. You know, it's like you cannot trust what they put on the internet or what they're gonna tell you. You have to be able to learn from somebody who is trustworthy, who is in the religion that you have a a good relationship and bond with, because people will tell you shit to fuck you up. And being in voodoo, I have seen, like, oh, shit. Okay, this shit is you're not going to get on the fucking internet. You're not going to, you're just not going to get it. You have to be able to live it, learn it, experience it, and then have somebody pass it down to you. Because the stuff that I have learned, it's, not, it's just not on the internet. I don't, I don't know what else to say. So people who, um, who talk to me and be like, yeah, I'm learning voodoo, or I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I kind of, and I've had somebody, I, I bullshit you not, I had two women tell me this before, like they was learning voodoo I, it must have been new orleans voodoo i cannot speak for like new orleans voodoo because i do haitian voodoo but they were like oh yeah we're learning voodoo we're learning this we're learning that and i'm thinking to myself how are y'all learning these things or you're not like initiated you know and it just sounds like people people sometimes in my head people be sound like they're trying to keep up with me like they're trying to keep up with like they want to sound as, as advanced as me even though i'm not as advanced as i think i am but I gotta give myself credit because I am a priest Hold on. I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I be trying to stay humble, but bitch, toot toot. But I be feeling like people be trying to sound like they as, I don't want to say as woke as me, but you know what I'm trying to say? People be trying to keep up. And I don't, just be yourself. You know, you don't have to sound as educated or as spiritual as me. That's, that's, that's fine. But I come across some people that I meet who try to, I feel like, yeah, they try to like throw at me all their spiritual accomplishments and what they do and what they have learned and what they, I'm just be like, I just be like, okay, whatever. Like, good for you. You know, it's not a competition. But I feel like some people be trying to have competition. And sometimes if you let people talk, they talk too goddamn much and then they will say some things because I know how voodoo works. I have seen how voodoo 
like does things. So when people talk and they get to telling me stuff, I'd be like, okay, we don't do them voodoo, but okay, but talk your shit though. <laughs> talk your shit though. <laughs> you look like a goddamn fool telling me all this shit that I know we don't do in voodoo. But once you get into it, you you do see things, and it's like okay, it's not on the internet. So initiation is a part of it, but you know, because once you get initiated, you do receive the spirits. And you can start figuring some stuff out, but it's not its not the end of your journey because you still have to learn how to do stuff. And if you get initiated by somebody, who's to say that that person initiate, who initiates you is going to teach you? Because not everybody who initiates you is going to teach you. It's a blessing to have godparents that's going to teach you and instill stuff into you because it's a blessing that I have my godmama because... All these other stories I didn't heard about motherfuckers just taking God children and not teaching them shit and taking their money and not doing child. I'm in the real Haitian voodoo house. Okay, house. Okay. Um. So when you get initiated, just don't think you that that's gonna happen. Okay, like just don't think you're just gonna be a spirit, like a, a witch or something like that, you know. But initiation do help. It's powerful. It helped change my life. Even though my ancestors changed my life before I got initiated, it just enhanced what I I had going on. So yeah, so that's that on initiation. Um, what's next? Okay, here's my list of stuff that I was going to talk about. These are voodoo questions that people have asked me in my DMs that I thought would be good questions to ask on, well, not ask, but just talk about on the podcast. So I'm going to run through these questions, and it might sound like I'm kind of going quick because I kind of am. I got stuff I have to do, and this podcast episode was was supposed to be out, like, a couple days ago, to be honest. So... And it's not. So here we are. But anyway, okay. Who is Ezley Freda and who is Ezley Dantor? This is going to be like a long, stressed out answer because, I mean, how do you talk about these two beautiful spirits without talking for forever? So, first of all, Ezley Freda is huh, my wife. What would they say? My man, my man. <laughs> my woman, my woman, my woman. Ah. Yeah, um, Freda. Freda is the spirit of um of romance. She's the spirit of love, but of romance, of being romantic and flowers and beautiful things. She's beautiful. Um, she is. Freda is, and and some people will argue with this, but this is I don't I don't I don't give a fuck. First of all, I don't give a fuck. You hear this coming from a who God, okay? How I practice, how my friend, how my Freda shows up, and how you even if you research it, but how my Freda comes and how Freda told me, bitch. Let me drop another bomb. Freda told me, huh. Freda is a light skinned mulatto woman. Don't let nobody try to change, tell you different, okay? Freda is a light skinned mulatto woman. She's told me she would come into my dreams that way. Um, like light skin, make kind of maybe whites, maybe whites, cause she's on a she's on a lighter, fair skin side. Um, she's beautiful. Now this kind of conversation can cause like colorism because in the black community we have colorism issues very fucking bad. Everybody be like, oh, dark skin this and light skin that, and and everybody's just fucking uh, just this bullshit. 
But when it comes to, I just want to keep it on the spirits because this can translate into our community. But um, Fred Dye is a light-skinned woman. She is beautiful. She's over beauty and she's over love, romantic love. And people like to call Freda a, um, in voodoo, they have said it, that Freda is like a glorified hoe. She's a, a hoe. Um, she has, she, she loves men. She really don't fuck with women. Of course, she will bless women. She might walk with women too. But majority of the times, like 99, 98% of the time, oh, she probably 100%, but I'm leaving a small percent because I have seen her do this before. But a very small chance that she would show a woman like some some attention in a ceremony because Freda don't really fuck with women like that. Like she liked the men to come around. She's very flirty. She's very pretty. She's a rich bougie bitch. I mean, what can I say? Isley Freda is a rich bougie bitch. Bad bitch. You know what I'm saying? Get her nails done. Get her hair done. Get her lashes done. You know, makeup tip top. You know what I'm saying? Like she she's a well kept rich woman. But she's um she's like a hoe. No, you know what I'm saying? She's a hoe. So they call her a hoe. My friend, I ain't no hoe. Don't get it twisted. That's what they say in these streets. But Freda has has multiple men. She's married to multiple men. Um spirits. And like I said, she went when she comes into possession, she's really flirty and she wants the men to be around. She wants the men to take care of her, to pamper her, to hug her, to kiss her. She's like that. She's very, very flirty. That's why she's the spirit of love. Like, I don't know how else to say this. Like, Fred, her colors are pink, whites. Sometimes it can be like blue. Like Freda is Freda is easily Freda. I don't know what else to say. Um, she does not have children. So she has different escorts, but Freda does not have children. I mean, but if she has your head, then, I mean, but no children. Dantor, Bilolo, Bilolo. Oh, hold on. I swear I love these words so much. They have a special place in my heart. That's why they're in my bio on Instagram. Dantor is dark skin. Dantor is, and I'm, and I'm going to tell y'all the story behind Fred and Dantor, too. But Freda is dark skin. She's a she represents single mothers, um, independent women. Okay, that's my her word. My my independent. I n d e p e n d e n t. Do you know it? Let me stop playing. Let me stop. Let me stop playing around with you, motherfucker. Let me stop. But look, it's um, Dantor represents independent, strong women. They called on Dantor like during the, I said this in my interview um on the Zara part too but they called on Donto during the Haitian revolution and stuff to um fight and and help free the people during the you know the war um but Donto is um she's a protector she's a mother she's over love too and she she's over marriage cuz uh, well she she's me- no, she's over marriage. She's over marriage. Yeah, she is over marriage. She over, she's over the household. Yes, yeah, she is. I'm, I, look, I was talking because Fred is married too, but Fred is married to multiple. Um, she's been married to multiple uh, spirits like Dambala, Saint Jacques. They talk about Ogu. Um, there's a whole thing about Freda being married to Ogu because I, from my knowledge, she has been married to Dambala, Metagwe, Saint De- Saint Jacques, and. Ogu, but it's a it's a because there's three husbands, but then when it gets to Ogu and Saint Jock, it get weird, real weird. Because I heard Ogu, but then I heard people say Saint Jock too. So I don't really know. But I know Freda 
and Dantor have that's because Dantor has that scratch on her face. So they got into a fight over Ogu. So you know what I'm saying? Because Ogu is a lady man too. Now hold on now. Ogu is a little hoe too. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Because they Freda, okay. If you want to say, because Ogu is a ladies' man, you could say Freda, do they say ladies' man? Man's lady? It, I never heard no some bullshit like that. A man's lady. Girl, they called them bitches hoes, is what the fuck they said. They, they that's a hoe. But Ogu is a hoe too. But they, they like to say a ladies' man, but he's a hoe too. But um, shout out to Papa Ogu. Shout out to my papa. But clearly, you know, as motherfuckers playing telephone and shit, the stories always gets mixed up and shit. So, but word on the spiritual street is Freda and Danto got into a fight over Ogu. And that's why uh, Danto got that scratch on her face. Danto was like, bitch, meet me in the... <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Danto like, bitch, I'm a schoolyard crip. Meet me on the schoolyard, bitch. And, you know, shit. And, um, what well, happened? Dantor. Dantor stabbed Freda, and Freda took the dagger out and cut Dantor on the face. Or did she stab her and vice versa? Some shit happened when they brought a knife to the motherfucking fight, and Dantor uh, tried to stab Freda, and then Freda got stabbed and pulled the knife out and scratched and cut Dantor. And, uh, she, they, got, they got into a fight, bitch. The fuck? Over a nigga. Moral of the story. Shit. I'm not finna... That's why I said playing telephone and shit get mixed up. But I don't know how... Who pulled out the knife first. But the knife got brought out on the, with the sisters. And that's why Danto got a scratch on her face because Freda did it. But they got into a fight over Ogu because they both loved him and both wanted to be with him. But Danto is single and she independent. She, she like to run shit and do what the fuck she want to do. So I really love Dantor because she she's strong and she don't give a fuck. She has a special place. How I like to say, I say, uh, Freda is in my heart, but Dantor is on top of my heart. So, because they both, they both, but they, they both there. So, um, Dantor, she's, she, she can be aggressive. Uh, she's the queen of the pet throw. She's the queen of magic. Dantor will fuck you up. Dantor, even though Dantor is a mother and she has children, because she has... You see her, um, or her statue, she's holding a child. So Danto is a mother. And she has a crown on her head because she was, she is the queen of the Petro. Dantor is like, she has escorts. She, Dantor is that, like, Dantor, she, Dantor runs like, like a whole escort of spirits. Like, she runs like a whole secret society in Voodoo. Like, and they go to Dantor to do like heavy magic, heavy dark magic, because Dantor gets the fuck down. So, be low low. <laughs> be low low. <laughs> I feel that in my spirit, baby. They go to, they, it's secret, let me say it again. It is secret societies in voodoo who do heavy, dark work with Dantor. Okay? We're not going to get into all that, but it is, it's a lot of spirits that are like heavy petro, but Dantor rules over all of that because she is the queen of the petro. So, Okay. There's the reason she is the queen. Bow down, bitches. Bow, bow down, bitches.
But she's the mother, and you know she will protect. She can give you a man too. Um, she's but protect, provide. Like she's just the. What does a mother do? She makes sure she takes care of her children, and she takes care of her community and stuff. So that is down to her. You know, you call on her. When I think of down to her, I just think of a a provider, a strong working mother that's gonna do whatever her kids need. Oh, somebody fucking with you? Don't worry about it. Like I, I, I'm gonna fuck them up for you. Um, and it, and this goes back to what I said before because Dantor is dark skin and she can be aggressive and she don't give a fuck. And then Freda is a more so light skinned woman who's more so quiet. Um, she's well kept. She's not, you know. And then it goes into the community with like, like, oh, dark skinned women aggressive and light skinned women. Da, 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 da. That's not. I want to say that is not the case. Okay, one hundred percent. Fuck them stereotypes and fuck all that bullshit. But we're not gonna get into all that right now. I just wanted to acknowledge that. But I'm, you know, I don't believe in that colorism shit. I don't. I I hate when people bash dark skinned people, and I hate when people bash light skinned people. I don't like the shit. My grandma is light skinned. My grandma is fucking light skinned. I would not be surprised if Freda had her head. And my dick. My I'm gonna say my daddy. And my granddaddy is dark skinned. So this like it's like light and day. I mean like nights and day is what it is. And I hate when people. And my grandma would tell me stories of how she was bullied because she was light-skinned. She was like the dark-skinned girls, thought I was better than them. And and I just I just hate when people bash light-skinned people. I, I hate it, and I hate when people bash dark-skinned people because my sister's dark-skinned. So I, I don't take, I don't play with none of this shit, but I just want to talk about it. So anyway, anyway. um, Yeah, so that's just a little bit on Freda and Dantor, a little bit of background on them. Like Dantor is, they both love spirits. They both overlove. They both can see you a man. But Dantor is more, she's more serious than Freda. Freda is like a fun girl. Freda likes to have fun. She likes to be, she's like, she's like the party girl. She's like the, um, she's like the, the homecoming queen of like prom and stuff. You know, that's Freda. Cause she's like beautiful. She's like the it girl, the pretty girl, the fun girl. And Dantor is more serious. She's like, I ain't got time for the bullshit. I'm, what, what's up? What you need? Well, I, I, it's shit that need to be done. Like, I'm not, like, Dantor is more serious. So, um, that's the best way I can explain it. But they both over love. They both can see you a man, see you a relationship. And they're they both great spirits. They're like the yin and the yang. So, I, that's how I, that's how I feel, um, when it comes to Dantor and Freda. You have to have, you have to have the both of them. Like, I don't know why. Like, yes, I do, I like, baby, <sighs> I can go all day with talking about them, but I don't want to go all day, but we're talking about uh, Freda and Don Torrin and all that stuff. So anyway, that's just a quick little razzle-dazzle about them. So, oh, and Don Torrin colors are blue, blue and uh, red. You could, Sometimes a little bit of green, sometimes a little bit of green. Depend on where you honor these spirits at, they use different colors for them. And then Don Torrin do show up in different, because she got different escorts. It's different colors. You might tie the. It's Dantor can use different colors, just depend on what escort come and, and where you honor her at. But her main colors are blue and red. Blue and red. Um. Okay. So it, okay. Moving on. What is the another question that they had me on here? Hold on. Okay. People will ask who has my head in voodoo. Now I'm not gonna tell y'all who got my head, bitch. Hello. The people love trying to guess you. But in order to find out who has your head, you have to get initiated or you can have a lave tear. Now, there are some priests and priestesses who can see who got your head or predict 
who see same goddamn thing c slash predict who has your head that is true in haitian voodoo they can do that and they but i don't want to say count or bet on getting a reading from like a priest or priestess to see who got your head because um i i just say it got to be from somebody who's skilled enough to see or or, or see what a while walk around you is what it is um because i got told in a how many readings was it? It was a few, maybe like two readings. Who has my head? Yeah, and it was a it was a mambo Asugwe who looked at me and um she was like, oh I almost said it. she was like oh such and such has your head, and I was like bitch what I was like what? She was like yeah such and such has your head, and I was like okay. And then once I got initiated, she was right. But I was already told before that this Lawa already walked with me. So the fact that he had my head wasn't a surprise because I was told that he walks heavily around me. So, you know, um, <laughs> you see that I said he, so y'all probably know it's a he. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so they can, if the Mambo or the Hugan, if the Priest of Priests is good enough, they can pull cards or they can see who has your head. But it's not a hundred. I, I, I don't count on it until you get initiated or you have your live tech. You know what I'm saying? You get what I'm trying to say? Even though they probably still see it and they might be right. Just, I just don't want y'all walking around and be like, such just got my head and you're not initiated. Unless you, you know what I'm trying to say. I'm just trying to say that shit so you can be safe, bitch. Damn. Even though the spirit might do have your head. I'm just trying to say it to save face. Shit. Uh, this is my other personality. I want to let y'all know. This is, um, Buko, the sleaze. Okay. I, I have a few different personalities, but I realized when I was talking on the first half of my podcast, I said something and I was like, oh, that was my other alter ego coming out. I got a few different alter egos. I got, I got Junie. I got, um, Mighty Bukan. That's my priest name. Um, so... He, that's like another alter ego. But then I got Bukan the Sleaze. And that's like another part of my my pre-side, but that's like the darker side. That's like the darker side that would do like work. Like if you hear me post something about like Bukan the Sleaze, oh, that's like that's like Red Ruby the Sleaze. You know what I'm saying? That's that, that's the gutter priest that's going to do like some dark work and go to Mac Hafu and have you fucked up. So that's, that's and he talk a lot of shit. Okay. My other, my other, Petro Preside, oh, he going to Dumbala Flambeau on you. <laughs> Tijon, Matt Cafu, you going to get fucked up. So if that alter ego come out, you getting fucked up. Um. So, yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Okay, so who has your head in voodoo? You will find out if you get initiated, if you get a live tet, or you go to a priest or priestess who is good enough to read and see who got your head. But that's not always a guarantee. Next question is, who is Papa Legba? Oh, these are some voodoo questions they was asking in these comments, in these uh, in this uh, in the DMs, bitch. I like some of these questions. I already told you. I told y'all some. Wait, what was? Hold on. No, 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 no. That was the other question. Okay. Who is Papa Legba? 
Papa Legba is the gatekeeper. He is the door opener. He can clear the roads for you. So he can, like, Papa Legba is a sweet old man. People get Papa Legba confused with Barum Samdi because of American Horror Story and all that whoop ply and that, that stupid other shit. Papa Legba is cool. He's sweet. Papa Legba is like, was one of the first spirits, one of the first Loa who showed up in my readings, um, trying to help me with some things. Like, I will always, Papa Legba has a special place in my heart too, because Papa Legba was there for me when I needed some, sh oh my God, Papa Legba came through for me um, a couple years ago. So, but like I say, he's, he's um in different places they honor him differently you as you see on the internet people use different colors um for papa label black and red yellow purple white like i i didn't think look child i think i didn't see somebody use blue <laughs> child i mean just in different areas, I guess they, they honor Papa Legba differently and they serve him with different colors differently. So I can't sit right here and tell you what his colors are because every house honors Papa Legba differently. So, um, like I said, he's a, he, you go to Papa Legba to open the doors, to open the gate when you want the Lawa to come through. He's the first Lawa that needs to be saluted in a ceremony so the rest of the Lawa can come through. Papa Legba, he's chill. I don't know what else to say. He like dogs. Just imagine a black old man walking around with keys. Like, bitch, with a dog. I, I, bitch, at this point, I'm really thinking of a fucking janitor. Like, it's very much giving janitor. But, it's, but he's not a janitor. <laughs> so, but you know, the, when I was describing it, bitch, I was like, bitch, I, I'm thinking of a fucking janitor. <laughs> no, but for real, though, Bitch, when I was in elementary school, we had that black gender that would clean them tables and he would be cool in the motherfucker. So don't like that was like Uncle Janitor. So that was a, that's what Papa Papa Label gives very much uncle energy. And that's a good way to well, even though he is a papa, but for me, Papa Label gives very much like an old uncle. He reminds he reminds me of my Uncle Willie. a good way to put it that's why i think of see it's up to you to build your relationship with these spirits i cannot tell you how to have a relationship with the loa but to me papa legba because I, I have a relationship with papa legba so to papa legba he is a papa he's not an uncle but my relationship with my with him he's like a, a old uncle to me like my uncle willie because that's the type of relationship I have with him. I go to, I pray to Papa Legba. I, I give offerings to Papa Legba. So, you know, that's my relationship with him. I'm not telling you your relationship with him is going to be, oh, that's your uncle. But for me, that's like an uncle, like an older uncle to me, you know? So, but he is the Papa. Respect the Papa in Legba. But he's, he's, he's chill. He's chill. Okay, so next question is, what kind of work do you like to do? <laughs> this is the first question. I like to do a lot of things. You know, when I first started, okay, what people come to me the most for is money and love. Money and love, money and love. Love, I like doing love because doing love is like working on like a puzzle. Sometimes you put a piece in, 
or you do just have a spill, it don't work. So you got to go back. You got to do this, or you got to do that. You got to do this. So it's like a um, it's like a, a a calibration of things that when it comes to like doing love spills, I have to pretty much try to figure out how to tackle that situation. And I like working on love and then hearing different people love stories and stuff. I I'm, I'm I get I'm I'm like Fred. I'm very I'm romantic and some and I'm helplessly romantic too. So when I hear people love stories, it just it makes me oh oh okay well you know and I always list people to different possible outcomes and stuff. But I do like working on love spills because it's and those are hard too. Don't get me wrong, they're they they are not easy. People think this shit is easy. It's not easy. It's very hard to bring somebody back, but I have done it before, but it's hard. It's not a guarantee, but it's possible. Hello. <laughs> so, love spells is cool. You have to really be patient for love spells. I Money spells, I can do money spells, new job spells, anything with money, I can do that shit in a, a, a blink of an eye. Like, at this point, money spells are not even fun because I can do that shit so easy. I, I like, I want to say easy easy so money spills is not really one of my favorites no more because of how easy it is i like doing court cases court cases are fun so i say money money court cases love spills and hexing um now hexing is not fun it's not fun but if spirit tell me go for it bitch oh hell if it's justified justifiable evil let me just say that not even hexing justifiable evil is what i like to I, I like to do because it's like oh bitch now i can really i can get you now like I, it's like shit you did some fucked up shit well now it's time to pay the price bitch <laughs> time to pay the price bitch so because there's different stuff that i could do don't uh, karma does exist so you do put witchcraft on people who don't deserve the shit do come back to your ass but i recently just did some work my shit moved so motherfucking quick. My shit moved like within how many days? My shit moved within like three days. Like I just did some work and that shit moved, motherfucker. I was like, oh, sometimes I was, sometimes I just think, was it karma or was it the fucking voodoo? At this goddamn point, how how things played out, I have to say, like, it, it was my spirits. But then I'd be thinking, was it karma? Well, like, did my spirits just step in? Or was it the voodoo that I did, bitch? Bitch, it's both. Shit. Because I showed this did some work the other day, and that shit moved within a couple of days. Um, Like, what I prayed for, what I asked my spirit, that shit, exactly what I asked for happened. It's like, that's why I said it had to, bitch, be low low. Shout out to Dantua. My wife, my wife. <laughs> yeah. So, the work I like to do court cases. Court cases are fun. Justifiable evil, love, and money. I mean, money is cool. I can't think of anything else that I kind of like like to do off the top of my head. So, um, oh, this is okay. Is the next question is is left hand work bad? I just kind of answered that question when I just said, um, when I said justifiable evil. Yes, left work, left hand work is bad, but it just depends on how you view it or what you doing, what you using your left hand for. So if somebody like you know put their hands on you, stole from you, did some outlandish shit, like you know, my godmom said this the other day, and I a hundred percent agree with this. 
because the Bible will have your ass walking on eggshells thinking, oh my God, I can't do this. This is evil. This is bad. Da, 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 da. The Bible is pretty much common sense. Like I, I've been, I've been saying that shit for fucking years. Don't kill nobody. Don't fuck nobody's husband. Don't. It's like literally common sense. Just be a decent human fucking being. That's it. Just be a decent human. All that other nitpicking shit. Oh, you don't do witchcraft. Witchcraft is evil. Oh, if you drink, you're gonna go to hell. Oh, you're gay. You're lesbian. That's gonna go to hell. Like I feel like. The Bible was made by men that wanted to nitpick at shit they didn't fucking like or they didn't agree with that other humans did. But majority of that shit is just like, just be a decent motherfucking human, whatever that is for you. Just have a good moral compass. And um, left hand work is not evil. It's not evil. They think it's evil, but it's not evil. Bitch, Jesus turned the other cheek. Bitch, I'm not Jesus. I'm not turning shit, bitch. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to turn to this left hand. And this left hand gonna punch you in the motherfucking face, bitch. This is what the fuck I'm gonna do. And hopefully I ain't got no candle, cause bitch, if that left hand got a candle, it's gonna, I'm gonna light that bitch too. But no, it's not evil if somebody punch you with their right and then you smack them with their left. No, if now, his left hand work is only evil if you doing unjustifiable shit out of jealousy, out of hate, out of envy, just because you wanna do, it, it becomes evil when you become evil hearted. Okay, that's it. It's always about the attention. It's always about because now if you're doing something to get to get back at somebody, now I can't really tell nobody how to get back, bitch. Because if you want to go to war with a bitch, then fuck it. You go to a lot of motherfuckers go to war. Motherfuckers go to war with their words. Motherfuckers go to war with guns. I mean, if you want to go to war with witchcraft, I mean, who's stopping you? War is war. Like, let's not act like that, bitch. Armageddon, even Jesus and the bitch, Satan and Jesus is fucking beefing, bitch. It is a war going on right here. This is real life. This is real, people. There's a spiritual warfare going on right now. Hello? Shit. So, <laughs> bitch, I'm retorted. <laughs> no, but no. Okay, left hand work is not bad. It just depends on what you. It's just justifiable. Just it depends. Okay, next thing, graveyard work. I like how all these questions are like all together when it comes to like doing witchcraft and stuff. <sighs> graveyard work. You know, on the internet, it's a lot of people that be talking. They shit about grave, and it's a lot of TikTok bitches and witches. Is what it is. They on TikTok running their mouth, lapping at the gums, talking this shit, talking that mumbo. They, they, they're a bunch of bimbos. They're a bunch of bimbo bitches. A bunch of newbie witches talking about, I'm in the graveyard, doing rituals and shit, not knowing Ditsy Dora. If you go to the graveyard, you know spirits can follow you back to the graveyard, right? Okay, you know that, right? You know when you go to the graveyard, you got to cleanse off, right? Okay. You know if you don't got enough protection in the graveyard, shit can affect you, right? You can get sick from doing that shit and going to the graveyard, right? You know all of this stuff, right? People speak and they talk about they do all this heavy graveyard work. And I just be like, I didn't start doing graveyard work until I got initiated. Y'all know that? Because once upon a time, I was... T once upon a time, people who have fucked with me for years, they know... At first, I was not offering hexes. I wasn't offering doing dark work for people. I wasn't doing it. I was doing good stuff. I was just doing only 
like love and light shit and da 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 because you have to sir you have to do that you don't want to fuck yourself up with doing the shit i do it now don't get me wrong oh yeah i will fuck a motherfucker up <laughs> y'all know that <laughs> y'all forgot who my god mama is oh okay so yeah i i i i, I do that but it wasn't until I got initiated. So, because you wanted to have that extra protection, you wanted to make sure you was done right. And I had somebody teach me how to do graveyard work. I just wasn't doing graveyard work. Shout out to Sabri. Now, the graveyard work, um, the people who are on like TikTok talking about all this stuff, like, I just want people to protect themselves and make sure they do it right. Be, uh, and you're not gonna know how to do it right unless you have somebody teach you. Because the fuck, there's so many things that can go wrong with doing graveyard work. It's so many things that can go wrong. So, um, just be careful doing graveyard work is what I want to say. I, 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 I do it. I've done it. Hell, it's a few times. Shit. Like last week. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Okay, next question. Well, I, I mean, graveyard work wasn't even really a question. It was just like somebody asked me about graveyard work, and I'm just, well, what can I say about graveyard work? If you want to end things, or you want to like pretty much hex people or bring darkness, I mean, graveyard work. I mean, it's, it speaks for itself. Graveyard. That's what the dead is. So, okay, spiritual rules and spiritual morals. Now, th I'm not saying this right, um, because as a priest, I'm supposed to have my regular my. That's saying it right. You, I'm still look, child. I'm still my regular my. No, I gotta say, I gotta, I gotta say it with my accent. I gotta, what well, I even say, you like my voice, it turn you on. I gotta say it with my accent. Well, let me, let me not. Yo, regular my. Look, I gotta, I gotta say it with my serious voice. If I even said it right. <laughs> but no, um, just spiritual rules and laws, like just your morals. This goes back to what I said before about my god my when she said about the bible and just i like and that's something i said my damn self like for years it's just she just recently said it and i was just like oh my god yes i've been saying that for years but spiritual rules and spiritual laws is it's basically just common sense at that like i to me it's common sense be a decent person um, don't do shit to hurt people. Don't do evil shit. Don't do shit to cause problems. Like it's just, it's just be a decent human fucking being. That's what I feel like. Um, the spiritual rules are and the, the laws are. Now this, I, this is something that I do know that it's like a, a a fucking rule that like just don't do that. Like that's just like some wild dumb shit. And that is like put witchcraft on like your family members, on your brother, your sister, your mom, your dad because of some some shit. You know that can cause generational curses and that can piss the ancestors off. And you can fuck up your life and your kids. Like, it's so many things that can go wrong with that. Just don't do it. I have situations happen with my family members where I kind of, not even wanted to put witchcraft, no. Never wanted to put witchcraft on nobody in my family, no. Um, But my grandma would say things, not even, but my grandma would say little things. And I'm just like, girl, okay, whatever. And Ogu was just like, just let her have it. Let her say what she's going to say because deep down in her heart, she still do know this this is real so um i have had people in my family like say things to me but i've never put witchcraft on them because it's just something you don't do like i said you don't want to piss your ancestors off and you don't want to cause generational cursive like that that opens up a can of worms so 
the spiritual rules, spiritual law, one thing, don't put witchcraft on family members. And I just feel like it's common sense to be a nice person. Um, If, if you get that feeling like, okay, this is probably be wrong, then don't do it. You know, of course, it's always good to get an opinion from a, another priest or priestesses. Um, and maybe like two, three of them to see what they have to say when it comes to like heavy decisions or certain things. But like on a, your everyday life scale, just be a decent fucking human being. Like more of the story. See, this is my thing, which some of y'all. Did you read, like, hold on, because I'm going to say something. Did you read the, did you read the confirmation email? Hold on. Because this stuff like this really annoys me. Like, like I, I, I've bitch. Hello, like I, people. If you book with me, please read the confirmation email. Please read the confirmation email because people want to come at me. And this this type of shit really pisses me off because I will refund you back your money and, and block you. And I won't give a fuck. People come at me very, and somebody just came at me sideways. Literally while I was doing the podcast episode, I just got the, I just got the notification to my phone. People will come at me sideways and be like, you ain't call me. Or you still going to call me? I'm not calling the motherfucking thing. Because if you read the, on the confirmation email, it tells you I'm in central standard time zone that's the time zone i'm in so if you don't read the website and you don't read your confirmation email because it clearly tells you what time zone i'm in and it will let you know everything what's going on and then y'all come in my dms cussing at me telling me oh you ain't calling me i thought you was gonna call it this time this thing the whole time ditzy motherfucker if you read the email it would have told you i'm in central time zone and every call don't start exactly on the time limit on time neither it's a 15 minute grace period because I could be doing another reading or talking to another client and it goes over the time limit. So I say, okay, I need to give people a 15 minute grace period because I be talking to other clients and sometimes it go over the time limit. So when people get to coming at me crazy, I'm like, oh, clearly you didn't read. You you must be new around here because clearly you didn't read the confirmation email and you ain't read the fucking website. So, but, 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 but I'm wrong when I cuss a motherfucker out or give them back the same energy they're giving me. But I'm wrong, and they want to get on Lipstick Alley and try to blast me because I cuss they got them ass out. <laughs> fuck is, fuck is wrong with you? I just return the energy people return back to me. But I guess because I'm a priest, I'm supposed to be acting all holy. You, nah, bitch, I'm in voodoo. You got me fucked up. I have never did witchcraft on clients or stuff before. Yeah, no, it was one bitch I did witchcraft on. Yeah, I did do witchcraft on her because that bitch, I did that bitch work. And that's why I don't use PayPal no more. I did that bitch work 
and she tried and because PayPal, you gotta prove that you mailed the how the fuck do I prove that I mailed somebody fucking witchcraft or spirituality? What the fuck? I did that bitch work and she was impatient for the fucking results and charged a fucking cash a, a cash back and took the bitch. I hexed the fuck out that bitch. Oh, okay. And that motherfucker, it cause it fucked up my PayPal. And I had to shut that PayPal down. And I had to make another one. I don't use PayPal no more because PayPal got too many goddamn games and shit. But I, I did work. I, there was one person I had to do work on. Yeah, I had to work on that bitch. But, um, like, somebody's really just came at me crazy because I didn't call her. And, like, you and a whole nother time zone. It's not even time for your reading. Like, the fuck? <laughs> and you came at me crazy. And it's not even time. So I bet you feel real stupid now. I bet you feel real stupid. Cause now you get now now you getting a refund. I ain't gonna get no refund. The fuck? I guess you gonna keep waiting for that reading because you're not gonna ever get it now. <laughs> Shit. Um, I just didn't like how she just came at me. That's just threw all that stuff off. Anyway, <laughs> like the fuck. Um, what's next on the the, the docket, child? Okay. What sacrifice? Oh, uh, this is a good question. And then we're going to go ahead and wrap it up because I do have to go. What's. Hold on. Hold on. I had to go over here and get this, this book. Okay. So, what sacrifices did I have to make in order to become a priest? Or And this is a good question because different priests and priestesses had to make different sacrifices to get initiated or go about. Um, their, their spiritual path. It was never easy for any of us. Um, the sacrifices I had to make, I feel like being young, being like in my early 20s, 20, 21, uh, like around there, that's when I kind of started. That's when Terry died. And I feel like I sacrificed my early 20s. You know, tw Ugh, fuck my tongue-tied ass, bitch. I ain't had no blunt yet. Young 20-year-olds, uh, they kind of, they having fun. They kind of go to clubs. They be turning up. I didn't really do any of that. I kind of just spent my early years doing spiritual work, connecting with my ancestors, building, like, my spiritual base and my foundation and what I practice and, and getting into hoodoo. That's what I kind of, I, I started off doing, doing spells for myself and then for people around me before I started to do work for the public. So it was, it was, I, I feel like it was, I sacrificed my early twenties and time and time. Cause I look back like, damn, I wish I would have did this when I was like 22 or went there while I was 23 or did this. You know, it's certain things I do wish. So I feel like I'm, I'm only 27, but I feel like I'm trying to play catch up with some things I should have been doing in my early, early twenties. Even though I'm still in my twenties, I still can do some whole ass shit, some crazy ass shit. I mean, you know. I mean, I still can do a little shit, but, um, hold on, 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 hold the fuck up, hold the fuck up, hold the fuck up, hold the fuck up, hold the fuck up. Hold on, let's see if we can get the confirmation email. Hold on, did this, when is it book? It said one o'clock? Yeah, that's what I'm, okay, so I'm not tripping. I'm not tripping. I'm not tripping. Hold on, y'all. I'm looking at something. Yeah, I'm right. Okay, I'm not tripping. 
I'm not tripping. Okay. So, yeah, I just feel like in my early 20s, I'm trying to play catch up and do certain things. And, you know, that's about it. I just I sacrificed my 20s. And now I'm kind of here learning and stuff. Um, I don't regret it, but the... I don't regret it, but it's certain things I'm trying to do. I'm still 20, and my I'm 27, so I can do things. But I should I feel like I should have been doing some things when I was like, I, I said that already, child. Look, these messages coming in and out like a like a motherfucker. I got work I gotta do. I'm not gonna lie, I got some spiritual work I gotta do, and um some other stuff I gotta do today. So I think I'm gonna kind of just cut the podcast off here. And I got other questions, and it's so crazy because I have other questions I was not able to answer yet. So I might just say those for another podcast episode. This one's already like almost an hour long. So I mean, this this one's cute. This was what was a cute little razzle dazzle. So you know what I'm saying? Nothing too much, nothing too less. You know, so you know what I'm saying? This porch was just medium, but um, I'm gonna go ahead and go. I do have work, spiritual work I have to do. So, and I have to run to Walmart today, so I have no more time to be sitting right here. So, I will chit-chat with you guys later, and I'll holler.